Good Tuesday night, ladies and gentlemen, patriots all across America and all across our great, beautiful state, Colorado. Thank you for tuning in to Colorado Patriot Podcast and America Strong Patriot Talk Show. I hope y'all are having a fine night. I mean, don't y'all like some jazz? I'm just trying to get a little bit of classy. Give you, the listener, whatever y'all want. Um, Right now, I just want to ask for prayer over the child that lost his life in the Alabama tornado. It, it is heartbreaking. It really is. Um, to those of you that have survived the destruction of that twister, my thoughts and prayers are going out to all of y'all. To those of y'all that were on the highway when that thing hit, I'm just I'm glad y'all made it okay safely. And it's just wow. We're dealing with snow in one ha- part of the country, uh, one half, sorry, while we deal with severe weather on the other. I mean, what an interesting year we're seeing. Mother Nature is in full swing divided, just like our nation right now. Communism against us, the American people. But it's okay, because we are loving Americans, and we are going to enjoy our fine Tuesday night. So... I just thought I'll come on, and I want to tell y'all, thank y'all for supporting me and being by my side, being by this movement, this network, with all of you listening and being able to stand up, sharing my post, sharing this podcast, sharing the live feed. I'm just, I'm blessed. And I want to give a warm shout out to Jern the Global Enlightenment Radio Network, to all of the great hosts there. I mean, these are some fine hosts. And to the owners of Jern, thank you all for letting me be on that platform again. You people are good people, and I respect you all, and I like you all. Well, I love you all, even though, hey, you know, we all have our quirks. (laughs) So I'm not going to be a smartass, but... I want to give a warm shout out to my buddy Patrick Moore. He's a very good brother. I've known him for about a year and he's become a family friend and someone I can trust. He's a heck of a good brother. Another warm shout out to my buddy JD and to his son. His son won his wrestling match. So congratulations, kid. I mean, oh man. Also, I want to give a warm shout out to my kiddos. Kylo, I love you, kiddo. All my heart, and no matter what, you'll be out of foster care soon. I promise. And but no matter what, I just you know I thought I'll come on, get a little bit of jazz music, and just I don't know. Let's see. What can we do? It's Tuesday night, so hmm. Let's see. Let's see. I'm gonna look up a couple of news articles. Y'all down? I I I guess I guess we're down for a couple of news articles. Um. Hopefully y'all won't mind the jazz. I've always been a classy guy. I, I mean, it's who I am. So, I love jazz music. I always loved it. One, I'm good at playing keyboard, dude. It was one of my favorite things that I loved to do as a kid. I used to play the flute. And it's just... Wow. Um, over 
150 earthquakes have rocked Spain in the past 30 days, sparking fears of a, com of a coming big one. Wow. One in five Americans have sexually transmitted diseases. A new report is revealing that one in five people in the United States have had a sexual transmitted disease and half of them are under the age of 24. Please. If you're gonna have sex, think wisely. Don't be stupid about it. Um. Wow, this is breaking news. Two breaking news is actually, so let me pop up this one. China carries out rehearsals of taking over the United States. Okay. Right now it's all loading. It's got to do its crap. Uh, this is from In Time Headlines. So I'll turn the jazz down a little bit. China, who is in the second largest economy in the world, has managed to keep its economy growing while the world crashed into recession during the pandemic. This all could mean its GDP exceeds that of the United States later this decade, which is said to be years earlier than expected. China emerged from the COVID-19 shock earlier than the rest of the world, and authorities are already planning for the long term, wrote Francisco Hong, senior economist, economist for Asia-Pacific at Euler Hermes in a report last week titled... The world is moving fast, according to a recent report from, oh, no other than fake news, Communist News Network. The communist nation has just outpaced the U.S. in attracting foreign direct investment for the first time, as well as managed to sign a trade agreement in 2020 with the EU, the European, European Union. Now, with the intent of boosting growth and giving Europeans companies greater access to its 1.4 billion consumers. And now that Donald Trump is no longer a thorn in their flesh, so they say, President Xi has made it clear that he sees China becoming the new superpower in the coming year and beyond. In fact, during the World Economic Forum's virtual Davos Agenda event on Monday, President Xi struck reprised a message highlighting the benefits of globalization he gave when he became the first Chinese leader to appear in Davos in 2017. He went further to say that China has the ability to propel the global economy by injecting more momentum into growth and it will leverage its big market advantages and the potential of domestic demand to provide more opportunities for cooperation between countries and the global economic recovery, she said. Wow. I mean, just to hear something like that, wow. So, as you all know, China is advancing. China, this is exactly what they needed. They needed to get Donald Trump out the way. Well, they thought, but we all know for a fact President Trump is still here. He ain't going anywhere. He went down to Florida just to set up his base. 
as far as we know, he is still going to be acting like he is still in charge, which he is in charge. So, but on to another news story. Oh, man, it, this is bizarre. As long as End Time Headlines doesn't give me one of those ads. Mystery. Entire family, including baby, found dead in Michigan woods. Interesting. End Time Headlines is reporting an unsolved mystery has gripped the town in Michigan. According to reports, a missing Bay City couple and their seven-month-old sons were recently found dead in northern Michigan over the weekend. According to the report from Michigan Live, Amanda Pomeroy and Douglas Doug Hardy and their infant son, Jacob Doug Hardy had been missing since Tuesday, January 12th, and were officially reported missing on Saturday, Jan 16th, and were reportedly visiting their family near Rose City, located in Omegma County. Interesting name for a county. But according to the Ogma County Sheriff's Office, there had been leads on the missing family for some time before the afternoon of Saturday, Jan 23rd. After a snowmobiler found the family's pickup truck, it was then that the snowmobiler stopped to investigate the empty truck and discovered a family of three deceased outside the vehicle. The report reveals that the truck appeared to have been stuck on a large rock and Doug Hardy was trying to get it unstuck. Gilbert said the missing person case was closed after their bodies were found outside of the vehicle, leading local police in charge of investigating the deaths. The case is still under investigation by Ogma County Sheriff's Office. There's a lot of unanswered questions that we need to know, he said. We're doing autopsies right now, so we'll have some final answers. Wow. Family goes missing. Just that. What? (laughs) Um, ooh, breaking news, and this is for Biden's friends, even though they're our ally, Israel orders preparations of military strike against Iran to stop nuclear program. About time. Because we already know Joe Biden ain't going to do anything. He's just going to sit there like what he has been doing, letting China uh, let let their bombers fly into Taiwanian airspace. So, finally, someone's going to handle the poison, the problem, the cancer. So, an an alarming report is revealing that Israel's Defense Force Chief of Staff, Aviv Kohavi, is stating that he has directed the Israeli military to prepare for operational plans for the possibility that it will need to strike Iran to block its nuclear program. Iran can decide that it wants to advance to a bomb, either covertly or in a provocative way. In light of this basic analyst, I have ordered the IDF to prepare a number of operational plans in addition to the existing ones. We are studying these plans and we will develop them over the next next year, Kohavi says. He adds, the government will of course be the one to decide if they should be used. But these plans need to be on the table in existence and trained for. According to the Times of Israel, the army chief made a rare public 
comment regarding American foreign policy, stating that the newly elected U.S. President Joe Biden should not rejoin the 2015 nuclear agreement, as he has indicated he plans to do, provided Tehran halts its violations of the deal with the changing of the administration in the United States. The Iranians have said they want to return to the previous agreement. I want to state my position, the position that I give to all my colleagues when I meet them around the world returning to the 2015 nuclear agreement or even to an agreement that is similar but with a few improvements. It's a bad thing and it's not the right thing to do, Kohabi says. Here's my opinion. I believe that sooner or later, we're going to end up bombing the crap out of them. No doubt about it. Iran is going to be... Iran's going to be in smoke by Israel. There is no doubt about it. Israel's had enough. But further along, mystery, growing lung cancer cases turning up an unexpected population. Stat, breast cancer wouldn't have surprised her being among the one in eight women who developed it over, the li over their lifetime isn't statistically improbable. Neither would have collect color... Uh, Colorectal cancer. Knowing the risk, Mandy Pike definitely planned to have colonoscopies as she grew older, older. But when a PET scan in November 2019 revealed that Pike, a 33-year-old oil trader, wife, and mother of two in Emond, Oklahoma, had lung cancer. She had been coughing and was intentionally misdiagnosed with Pneumonia, her first reaction was, but I never smoked, she said. It all seemed so surreal. Joined the club, cigarette smoking is the single greatest cause of lung cancer, which is why screening recommendations apply only to current and former smokers, and why 84% of U.S. women and 90% of U.S. men with a new diagnosis of lung cancer have ever smoked, according to a study published in December in JAMA, Oncology, still 12% of U.S. lung cancer patients are never smokers. Scientists disagree on whether the absolute number of such patients is increasing, but the proportion who are never smokers clearly is. Doctors and public health experts have been slow to recognize this trend. However, and now there is a growing pressure to understand how never smokers disease differs from that of smokers and to review whether screening and guidelines need revision. Sorry about that. The page ended up refreshing itself, so I was quick about it. Since the early 2000s, we have seen what I think is truly an epi epidemiological shift in lung cancer, said Surgeon Andrew Kaufman of Mount Sinai Hospital in New York whose program for never smokers has treated some 3,800 patients in 10 years. If lung cancer and never smokers were a separate entity, it would be in the top 10 cancers in the U.S. for both incidence and morality. Wow, that... I mean, just by reading some of this info with mysterious lung cancers, well, lung cancer cases... One in five, and you know what? I'm gonna go to this. Let's let's read it. I mean, why not? One in five Americans have sexually transmitted diseases. 
A new report is revealing that one in five people in the United States have had a sexually transmitted disease and half of them are under the age of 24. Here we go, folk. The report from Fox 5 shows statistics from 2018 that were released by the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention with the analysts being published in the journal Sexually Transmitted Diseases, STI. The new data reveals that there were nearly 68 million STIs, oh my gosh, on any given day and 26 million new acquired STIs in 2018, with half of the cases of STIs being acquired by those aged 15 to 24 years old. Oh, wow. What's even more stunning is the fact that sexually transmitted diseases reportedly put a price tag on the healthcare system of billions of dollars annually and those Acquired in 2018 alone will add $16 billion in direct lifetime medical costs. Uh, okay, parents, please. Even though your children are probably holding a sign saying resist, resist, the Constitution is old, and whatever the, the hell that they are doing, dressing up as those weird emo goth kids, please, let's remind them when they go out and they want to have sex, Give them the talk and tell them on how sex is wrong and wait until they are married. I mean, I, I'm, the old, I'm the old generation American, but, you know, wow. Just to hear that, I mean, sexually transmitted diseases are at an all-time high. Just like the abortion rate, murder rate of babies, let me correct that, murder rate of children, no less before they are one years old because part of the whole late-term abortion is that a mother has the right to have her baby killed before the baby is even one years old, which is so sickening in New York, Rhode Island, the Virginia, soon to be New Mexico. I hope not. I hope we can overturn this garbage and proceed with a pro-life agenda and counteract these people. I mean, come on. It, it, I... What else can we say? I mean, it's just wow. So I'm looking for other news. And while that is happening, I I hope you people are having a fine night. I really hope y'all are. Um, I'm looking. So I think I'm going to go to our famous InfoWars. Give me a quick second here. So... You know, actually, yeah, and four words we go, folk. It's loading. Um, just by reading that, there's there's a lot, and I mean a lot of information. So, Biden's comments. Hold on. Biden's com- com- Commerce Secretary nominee says she's open to tax hike for poorest Americans to fund climate agenda. Here we go. We're back to climate change, folks. Oh, yeah. We need to fund the Green New Deal. Kill off all the electric. Kill off fossil fuels, right? Also... Over 12,000 illegal criminals will be freed monthly, former Trump official warns. 
Um, oh man. COVID police. Oh wow. This by po Paul Joseph Watson. COVID police in our home to break up baby shower party. A video out of the UK shows police in London entering a home to break up a baby shower party after a neighbor snitched on the family. Okay, what's the saying? Snitches are... Yeah, I get stitches. I mean, don't be snitching on your neighbor. If your neighbor wants to have a baby shower, you know, welcome in some family. All right, but on the post, the clip shows officers entering a property in Horn Church in East London to find 20 people sat around a table which is full of food. There is an archway, archway of pink balloons at one end of the room. We've had a call because you're here. Obviously, you're breaking COVID rules, state, states one of the officers after asking who lives at the address. We can find every adult here, every single one of you. E200, each it is, because you're breaking the rules, the female cop adds. Metropolitan, Metropolitan Police say two men were fined i guess euros that e symbol looking 200 each and the rest of the guests were told to leave immediately i'm come on it's a baby shower this gathering had people of widely different ages and from different households present said chief superintendent stephen clayman a gathering like this can have tragic consequences for all those involved in risk spreading this terrible virus to our loved ones and the wider community, he added. So, okay, but it's okay for a politician to have their family member at their baby shower, right? Even though the baby will probably be aborted, aka murdered. But that's besides the point. I mean, come on. Or who knows? I mean, if it's the same as it goes. Do as we say, not as we do. Whatever, you know. So. Wow. I mean, what? <laughs> There's a vi Hold on, hold on. There's a video. Biden struggles to put pen in suit pocket. Eventually gives up and puts it in his pants. Dude, I, I don't want to know. I don't want to know what he's putting in his pants. For all we know that. Uh, yep. Uh, but that is just funny. I mean, this guy has Alzheimer's. This guy needs to be put in a nursing home. Even though the deep state could, of course, take over their... Well, take over the White House, whatever. Suppose the White House, but they are in Castle Rock, as far as we know. Because if we take a look at the White House, it's the set from Designated Survivor, Independence Day, and other sets. That the Oval Office is used. I mean, come on, give me a break. This is supposed to be the guy? Oh, the... Oh, you know, you know the thing. I, I, what thing? All men are create, created equal over the the thing. Yeah, we, we know the thing. So... But, there's some news for the night. Um, now... Hold on, I'm good. Actually, I'll read one more, and this is gonna be coming from Life News. I really like them; they are a pretty good source. Life News has always given out some reliable information, especially today, covering the pro-life. Um, 
tomorrow I am going to go over a couple things, even though this post is about a day or two old. It's... Here, let me bring it up. The page. The police state is coming for religious extremists, evangelical Christians, pro-life activists, and libertarians. Wow. So I'm going to cover that for tomorrow morning's broadcast. Give me a quick second as I bring up life news. Senate Republicans essentially kill Democrats' attempt to impeach President Trump. All right, now that's what I love to hear. And here we go. So, some good news. House Republicans tell Nancy Pelosi we will oppose any bill to force Americans to fund abortions. Oh, it's about time. Congress is actually having the balls. I mean, where where were they? Where where were they? Not there, except for a few good Republicans, like Senator Ted Cruz. I give my thanks to him, and I want to give a warm shout-out to him. He's a very good, respected senator from Texas. This man is a fighter, and he will not back down from any challenge that comes in his way. So, here we go. Republicans in Congress told Speaker... Pelosi on Tuesday that they will stand up for the vast majority of Americans by opposing her plans to force taxpayers to fund abortions. The Republican lawmakers made their intentions to fight for the Hyde Amendment clear in a letter to Pelosi and U.S. Senate Majority Leaders Charles Schumer. Real Clear Politics reports... So we pledge to vote against any government funding bill that eliminates or weakens the Hyde Amendment or other current law. Pro-life operations provisions, they wrote. The Hyde Amendment, which has been in place since 1976, prohibits taxpayer funding for abortions and Medicaid and other federal programs. It has saved an estimated 2.4 million babies from a abortions, including about 60,000 each year. According to the Charlotte Loiser Institute, repelling these pro-life provisions would destroy nearly half a century of bipartisan consensus. The Republicans' letter continues. Each year since 1976, Congress has included Hyde protections in annually enacted operations. No president in American history has ever vetoed an apparitions bill due to its inclusion of the Hyde Amendment. For decades, the Hyde Amendment had strong bipartisan support. Polls consistently show the most that most Americans still support it, but Democrat leaders who have close ties to the billion-dollar murder industry recently abandoned the popular position on the issue and now want to force taxpayers to pay for Abortions. Pelosi recently said ending the amendment is long overdue, and in December, a House subcommittee held a hearing to discuss forcing taxpayers to fund abortions. This is the, the last year, said U.S. Rep. Rosa DeLauro D., Democrat, Connecticut, during the hearing. The time has come in this current moment to 
reckon with the norm, with the status quo. Democrat leaders are framing the issue as a matter of racial and economic justice. Here we go. They're playing, they're using racism and economic because they're all for the money. They all need babies to be murdered so they could continue to sell the baby parts and make their money. This is the argument is based on the idea that women need to be able to abort their unborn babies to succeed and poor women, many of them black and oh here we go. This is the most racist part. Black and Latino may not be able to afford abortions on their own. Here we go. You know, it, why you know? And they're only, and that's the one racist thing out of the Democrats. They're only targeting black and Latinos. It, it, this is just sickening right here. If they if they cared for Black Lives Matter and the Latino Lives Matter, they want to be going after the these color of babies, but they are. So let me tell you all this: all lives matter, no matter what shape or form, even if you are in the womb. So throwing it out there. But Republican Study Committee Chairman Jim Banks. Republican Indiana and the GOP House caucus promised to stand up against the Democrats' radical pro-abortion agenda and fight for the rights of unborn babies and Americans, according to the report. Millions of Americans do not want their hard-earned money used to pay for abortions. Banks said in a statement, My colleagues and I demand congressional leaders protect the ban on taxpayer-funded abortions and save the Hyde Amendment. Democrats hold a slim majority in the House after Republicans picked up seats in the November election. The party split is currently 221-211 with three vacancies. Communist trader Joe Biden also wants to end the Hyde Amendment. The Democrat politician used to support it, but he changed his position on the presidential campaign trail. Most Americans do not want their tax dollars to pay for the killing of unborn babies and abortions, including many Democrat voters. Wow. You know what? Finally. Then speak out. Speak out for the unborn. Come on. We're here with loving arms. We love our children as much as y'all do. There's no brainwashing going on here, folk. Recent polls from Marist and Harvard University Politico show strong opposition to taxpayer-funded abortions. According to Marist, 6 in 10 Americans, 60% oppose taxpayer funding of abortion, while the Harvard poll found that 58% oppose it. What's more, research suggests low-income women do not want taxpayer-funded abortions, according to Harvard Politico. Poll voters who make more than seventy-five thousand were more supportive of ending the Hyde Amendment, forty-five percent in favor, while those who make twenty-five thousand or less were strongly against it, twenty-four percent in favor. In other words, the people most likely to qualify for Medicaid-covered taxpayer-funded abortion are the ones who oppose it the most. If Democrats end the Hyde Amendment, Americans could be forced to pay for thousands of elective abortions annually through Medicaid as well as through insurance to Peace Corps volunteers. Federal workers and military members currently, the amendment prohibits taxpayer funding for abortions except in case of, cases of rape, incest, or risk to the mother's life. Just... Phew. 
wow. I, I mean, here's where we're at, ladies and gentlemen. We're at, we're at a po point of our life, and especially we're in a point of our country where abortion is on the verge of being legalized in all 50 states. And what I mean by that is that all 50 states are getting ready to legalize abortion up to birth. Which I'm totally against. Which we need to be against. We need to stand up for the unborn. The unborn does have a say. No matter what, they are in the mother's room. They feel the pain. They feel everything that goes on. They can hear. They, they pretty much taste what the mother eats. Uh, this, this is just sickening. So, and I'll be back right after these commercials. That was a powerful message. I thought I would share that with y'all. A pro-life video especially. I was just so looking at an article right now. And th this is just a heartbreak. But at the same time, it, it's just wow. I, I mean, here here is the post from Life News. Just a little while ago at 8.27 p.m. Baby saved in the middle of the abortion after mom changes her mind. Like many women facing unplanned pregnancies, Brianna felt had no other choice but abortion. But with abortion pill rescue, she was able to change her life's narrative, learning some things along the way. Long term, everything is better to go with your gut and keep your baby, she said, finding herself in the grip of fear led Brianna to see abortion as only option. The mother of four explained how the at-risk situation with her baby's father drove her to consider and agree to abortion, something she wouldn't have otherwise done. I have always been pro-life, she said. If I wasn't, I wouldn't have had my first three kids. But this time, 
I was cornered because of how horrible the baby's father is. He is a narcissist. Brianna went on to describe this man as manipulative and how she had shut off contact with him. But then having found out about the pregnancy, Brianna contacted him to tell him about their child. He brought up abortion. Brianna said, the thought of it made me feel guilty because I already had three children. Abuse and the fear coming from her troubling experience with ex-partner took her down a road she believed she would never travel. Her thoughts went to a horrible environment in store for her son and a life including his father. Brianna is not overstating this as her former partner has been violent toward her and her children prompting a warrant for his arrest and her taking steps for her and the kids to reside in a safe location. Prior to this pregnancy, Brianna had been seen at the same abortion clinic three times. With one of her previous pregnancies, she had received a sonogram and they instructed her to return the next day for a possible abortion, but she never returned until this last, her fourth pregnancy. A female friend accompanied her this time as so she'd gone for a sonogram and returned the next day to take the first abortion pill. Chemical abortion is a two-drug process. Mifepristone or UR, uh, of RU486 is the first drug which blocks pro progesterone the natural hormone in a mother's body necessary to sustain a pregnancy. The second drug, misoprostol, taken a day or so later, prompts labor, intending for the pregnant woman to deliver her deceased child. If a mother experiences regret and acts soon enough after taking the first abortion pill and begins abortion pill reversal, it may be possible to save her child. Pro-life demonstrators were outside the facility when Brianna went there with her friend for the abortion pill, and one of them handed her a flyer containing abortion pill rescue, APR, information and the contact information for the abortion pill rescue network, APRN. Brianna's friend remembered that the flyer's information included a section that said, Is it too late? An hour after Brianna took the first pill, her friend texted her saying that according to the APR flyer, information she had a few hours to try and save her baby she then gave brianna the flyer using the number provided on the flyer brianna called the aprn through heartbeat and international's option line from there she was redirected to a local pregnancy help medical clinic for apr treatment the protocol utilizes an fda approved treatment for over 60 years to prevent miscarriage and and Statistics show that more than 2,000 lives and counting have been saved thanks to abortion pill rescue. As per the APR protocol, Brianna went, uh, was sent to the pharmacy to pick up her prescription for progesterone. The following day, she went to the Pregnancy Help Center for a follow-up sonogram. At this visit, she also signed up for free programs offered by the Pregnancy Center and to participate in a Bible study. Brianna continued to take progesterone until the 14th week of the pregnancy. Her son is now four months old and completely healthy. She described herself as blessed. Brianna received support from the father of her other children, calling him a man with a big heart.
He was there for her first daughter's birth and raised her as his own. She added, now he is supportive and helps us financially. Without him, I don't know what I would have done. Rihanna continues to receive marital aid from the pregnancy help organization that supported her and where she began her abortion pill reversal treatment. Like many, her life has been affected by the coronavirus. Her older two children currently do distant learning for school, and in July, Brianna had the virus. She was doing bookkeeping and accounting for an Airbib property, but then had to go on unemployment. Nonetheless, she considers herself blessed. Brianna reflected on her journey before that first abortion pill. I was completely and totally against abortions, she said. I thought I would never do it and would never support it. That relationship put me in a situation to do the unthinkable, she said. I was not told anything about the possible reversal of the abortion at the clinic. Brianna also pointed out, don't waste your money, time, and going through the awful cramping from the first abortion pill, she added. Asked if she had any advice for women in a similar situation, Brianna said, if, you're, if you are second-guessing having an abortion, you shouldn't be doing it in the first place. Accept your situation, she said, and make the best of it. Editor's note, a SIDU has been used for Brianna. Heartbeat International manages the Abortion Pill Rescue Network and Pregnancy Help News. Life News note, Kim Hayes is a writer for Pregnancy Help News. She has been a teacher, author, speaker, and facilitator for marriage and family issues and married for over 35 years to Jeff with four grown children. Kim's counseling experience included 21 years as a volunteer, consultant, and trainer at Pregnancy Decision Health Centers. She was the athletic director of Columbus Crusaders Youth Sports Ministry for 15 years. Kim has written several books, including the latest release, Prodigal Rewind, The Grateful Son. The original appeared at Pregnancy Center Help News. Wow. I, I mean, th this is just... I am blessed that the child survived. It is a blessing. But to hear that she was enduring abuse, that it felt like that abortion was the only option. But it's not. Abortion should never be considered an option. Taking a child's life is never an option whatsoever. But as we get more involved, I mean, this is just wow. But to see this mother get the help that she did, I am proud of you, Brianna, wherever you are. And I'm proud that your son is alive and he's healthy. Good job, ma'am. Not only that, breaking news, thousands of people walk for life in downtown San Francisco to stand against abortion. So, it's just Wow. Um, tomorrow, as I get ready to finish up here, though, it, it's just, you know what, screw tomorrow. Let's take a look on what we just learned. This is just inspirational. It is to, to see those of you that are dealing with, what should I do? Because a lot, some not a lot, some of you are in abusive situations where you are pregnant with that person's child and... Where do you go? What do you do? Get some help. There are people there for you. God is there for you more than anything. Without Him, where would that child be? 
because a child's life is a precious gift from God. No matter if the person is nuts or no matter what, that child is something that you cherish. You love that child with all your heart. Don't say, my body, my choice. Don't kill that body that you have. Because that baby will change your life. As a father, it, it really has changed me. I mean, it has, and I'm blessed with my children. I really am. So, as I get ready to close off, though, for the night, I hope y'all are having a good time. I hope y'all liked the jazz music earlier, and I hope y'all also love the ad. I mean, it's inspirational. That ad pro that pro life video was nine years ago, but hey, you know what? It's worth it, ladies and gentlemen. It really is. But to see all this support for all of you to be with me, thank y'all, and I'm glad that y'all are on this journey with me. We, the American people, are going to continue to fight hard for our freedom, and we are going to fight hard for the unborn because our children's life matters, and we are not going to let the cabal take away our child's life and our children's future. Thank y'all. God bless y'all. God bless all the men and women out there that have protected newborns, especially to all the mothers out there that have decided to say, no, I'm not going to abort my child. I'm going to protect and love that child. Good job, y'all. Keep up the good work. Love your children. Hug them every night. Love them constantly. Tomorrow is never promised. Live today. Whatever you do today is what matters. The past is then. We live in the present now. The future, sure we don't know what the future will hold. The future is tomorrow. But what can you do today? So, just thanks again. I'll be on tomorrow. Got more news to cover. So thank y'all. God bless y'all. And God bless the United States of America. And God, we trust. We are united as one glorious nation under God. Have a fantastic Tuesday night, ladies and gentlemen and patriots.